वेलकम टू एपिसोड सेवन ऑफ सीजन थ्री ऑफ द गेम थियोरी एक्सप्लेन पॉडकास्ट टुडे वी हैव 2005 इकोनॉमिक्स नोबेल प्राइज विनर प्रोफेसर रॉबर्ट ओमन विद अस हु विल बी टॉकिंग टू अस अबाउट इजरायली मिलिट्री एंड वॉर स्ट्रैटी just uh, for basic knowledge how many years have you been uh, involved in the field of game theory how many years have I, have i been involved in the theory of games uh 65 66 years something like that oh wow so did you start off with game theory or was there a field that you a different field you were working on before it? I I did a doctorate in a different uh in a different field in in knot theory the theory of knots and my in pure mathematics and uh, when I was doing a postdoc I um I got involved uh, in game theory right so um how exactly did you um it- find this field and how did you decide that this was the field you wanted to work on i i didn't decide <laughs> i didn't decide anything yes i just sort of stumbled into it uh um after i did my doctorate uh, in um pure mathematics and not theory I went to a, an operations research uh, consulting outfit and there they uh, had uh, they had one of the problems there was uh, the defense of a city from air attack uh, by a um squadron of aircraft which were uh, carrying most of them were dummies uh, carrying nothing yes uh, and uh, a few of them were carrying nuclear bombs okay and uh, the question was uh, uh, the bell telephone laboratories were developing a ground to air missile and the question was uh, what do you, what do you shoot at what do you do uh and um that's uh, uh that's uh, they gave me that problem to analyze and and uh, i wrote a report i don't remember what i wrote uh and i i can't get my hands on the report but uh, i suppose if i search hard enough i could get my hands on it but i have other things to do like talking to you uh and uh, and um It, it, one thing led to another and and uh, I got interested in uh, game theory uh, not uh, not I didn't make a decision you know <laughs> you don't make a decision you you, you just go ahead the one day leads to the next and and uh, and yeah, and you see another problem comes up and you see another paper crosses your desk and that's it. <laughs> okay no decisions 
Right. Uh, so in the past... Well, at least let me put it this way. The decisions are different, not whether to go into game theory or what... Life decisions, who, who you get married to, that's a decision, okay? But, yeah. uh, but not whether to go into game TV. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, so for the past 60 or 65 years, as you said, uh, that you've been part of this field, how has it, has it changed? Is it the same as it used to be? What have been the significant changes in the past 60 years in game theory? Well, sure, things have changed. Uh, um, there's progress all the time, uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, when I got into it, there was um, actually the first book on game theory was called The Theory of Games and Economic Behavior. It was written by Oscar Morgenstern and, and John von Neumann. And, um, so it started off with a connection with economics, but uh, that was in that book was published in 1944. Now, uh, in the late 40s, game theory caught on as a sort of a um, for playing games, you know, including serious games like uh, like military. Uh, military games uh, and and uh, uh, fighter bomber duels and, and things like that less for economics but at the end of the 1950s uh, due to the work of Martin Schubick and Lloyd Chapley uh, there was a, a application of uh, game theory to economics okay that came in into the forefront and and after that, uh, so I got involved in that also, and uh, uh, Gerard de Brugge got involved in that, Herbert Scarf, and uh, afterwards there were other, other, uh, other, uh, okay, other new things, oh, the, the epistemological side of it, the, uh, I wrote a paper called Agreeing to Disagree, which had uh, quite a big impact. And, and um, so certainly things have changed. Yeah, I mean, they change all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, since game theory wasn't very popular when you started off, and it wasn't as well known as it is today, um, when you were in school or when you were younger and you weren't in this field, was there something else you wanted to be or wanted to do? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if I want to do something, I do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, it was okay. Yes, it, it, I, I never uh, looked at... Uh, uh, a neighbor's grass is not greener than mine, okay? Uh, so uh, there was no, no, uh, no, uh, if I want to do something, I do it, yes. Uh, no, no, nothing else I, I, 
uh, I actually want to do, yes. Uh, game theory had a big impact on economics in the late 60s and early 70s. Uh, um, on, and the uh, actually cooperative game theory. And nowadays, uh, game theory still has a big impact on economics, but it's more than non-cooperative theory. But the, the, the relationship between game theory, cooperative game theory, and uh, the law of supply and demand, okay, that prices adjust so that supply matches demand, okay? Uh, prices adjust to this, and, and in, in a way, prices also they interact with the supply and demand, so that they, they create demand and they create supply. Uh, so, so that equilibrium is called a competitive equilibrium. And this uh, uh, arises from economic considerations, from price equilibrium, uh, uh, but it also arises directly from um, all kinds of game theoretic concepts, yes, very, many different game theoretic concepts lead to the price equilibrium of economics. And uh, yeah, this was, uh, I made some contributions in that area uh, during, uh, actually the first paper published on that was in 1964, okay. And, uh, and that kept, uh, that subject uh, was very active in, in, uh, in the 60s and 70s, also early 80s, maybe. This was it for episode 7 of season 3 of the Game Theory Explained podcast. In an upcoming episode, Professor Omen will further talk about nuclear weapons as a method of peacekeeping and the research behind his Nobel Prize. Thanks for listening.